Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hey, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. I'm Gregor. He's Brandon. Hi. Hey. I'm just cutting that down, man. I don't I, even uh, know what to say. Yeah. Neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain. Yet. But if you are, let us know what we get wrong. Or as always, if you could tell a friend or, I don't know, write a review, however you're listening to this, or just holler at us with your answer to this week's question of the week. This week's question of the week uh, is something I feel strongly about. What fictional robot from movies or television is the best? What's the best one? Whew, and best is so open, and I love it. That's love that's it. the point. I feel like I, there's so there are so many good answers here let, let me tell you Jinx what Jinx and max are friends <laughs> <laughs> no disassemble that's why i mean that's yeah that's yeah. big for me yeah. so uh people are gonna go r2d2 on this i'm certain of it but like so. this is this is uh this is what why it's such an interesting question because like r2d2 for the for the you know emotional companion guy that's gonna do everything guy guy he doesn't have a R2D2. Does R2D2 have a gender? Uh, yeah. We, I don't know. Don't you dare misgender him. We talked about him. the sexual preferences of a hundred and something year old tortoise a few weeks ago. So uh, I'm sure these robots are going to. It's droid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's androidinous. <laughs> He's polydroidal. Uh, <laughs> um, but like, Although he does have the wiener socket thing that he like. Yeah, oh, that's that, that's true. He's he's it is pretty he has a phallus, yeah. Uh, but no, but the question, the the re, look, C three PO with that tight little booty, though, no. man. I'm just saying, listener, as you're as you're listening to this, I want you to properly before you go off half cocked, half cocked, half phallus, and say something like R two D two. Give this some thought because while he might be a good droid or a good robot, what would be the best robot? Robot, <laughs> obviously. Oh, so C three PO. Does he have that port? <laughs> um. Also, if you say C three PO, you can stop listening now and never come back, please. Okay, uh, dude. And, the, unless you're Anthony Daniels. Sure. Uh, protocol droids. I feel like, uh, is, Sir Anthony Daniels. <laughs> protocol droids are basically at this point uh, Siri or <laughs> Alexa or all of these things. I uh, I hated C-3PO so much that when Jar Jar Banks came out I was like, "Oh, it's he's the C-3PO of these movies." <laughs> the thing about C-3PO is that you have all of these other robotic droids at the time and yet they like he can hardly walk. And it's not just like a, "Oh, C-3PO seen <laughs> seen some stuff, so he's injured and is like, you know, 
can't walk because of the the wars the the wars of stars that he's been in. No, it's just like protocol droids were built that way. When you've got the freaking droidicas and uh, Gr- General Grievous going and doing the things that they're doing, it's like you can't make that protocol droid at least like do a kickflip or something. Well, and then and then they like introduce the Clone War stuff, and it's like my legs aren't functioning. I must need maintenance. Yeah. And it's like those things can like run and shoot and stuff. And C three PO is like like <laughs> permanent. Like he is the robot dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the- <laughs> so again, uh, okay. So we've answered the question: which which robot from movies or TV is not the best? <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're one of the eleven people listening to this. That's pretty generous. Yeah, uh, and and you said C three PO, and I told you to stop listening forever. I I don't actually mean that. Yeah, please, please keep listening please forever. Keep listening. Forever. Uh, this week I've got a really important story that just speaks to nineteen nineties me so hard, and I know that's hard for you because you're much younger than I am. But Hidden Valley Ranch has created and sold at auction a lab diamond made from America's favorite sal- made from America's favorite salad dehealthifier. Ranch dressing. Okay. They, um, from the press release, the two-carat, nice, round, brilliant-cut diamond was expertly created by a professional diamond maker in a lab by heating Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning to 2,500 degrees and then crushing the output beneath 400 tons of pressure, taking five months total to create. The only thing I can think of my mind... Also goes to another 90s trope, but, like, please tell me it's scratch and sniff <laughs> so we can bring the tangy smell of obesity wherever we go. Uh, uh, what, who, and why is this a thing? There are so, uh, look, if my wife were to find out that the diamond ring that I got her when I proposed to her was made out of ranch dressing, I would no longer be married. <laughs> but it begs the question, what other condiments... Should we be making jewelry out of? Is that a blood diamond, bro? No, it's ketchup. <laughs> that, or maybe a blood diamond made from actual blood. Oh, there we Yeah, there we go. Uh, and I like that, you know how, um, not to get like morose yeah. or anything, but you know how they say that uh, when a person, uh, you, you know, a person will be cremated and then the... They're... <laughs> cremated, that's right. <laughs> that's all we're doing with this ranch is we're cremating <laughs> Um, but uh, their loved ones will collect their ashes and store them store them they will put them on the mantle of their house or they'll spread them in the sea and litter somewhere Um, or like the end of the dining room table in a cardboard box like my father oh well that he did to my mother that was awesome oh great yeah (laughs) just want to keep close i guess uh but the the they, they will say and and that a majority of the ashes that are actually being collected are, are likely not that of your actual loved one. Um, sure. And so now I'm wondering uh, at this point, like how much of this ring is actually ra- the ranch versus just like the crust of whatever other stuff was in this pizza oven that they were cooking this ranch at. <laughs> It's like a paint shaker pizza oven combo, and like, yeah, it's good. Dude, enough, I right? just got a pizza oven uh, yeah. a few a few months ago or a couple of months ago, and um, there's been a couple of disasters. Let's just put it that way. Did Where, you use too much flour on the bottom, and then it caught fire. Uh, no, actually, what happened? I saw that was today it, on TikTok. Yeah, that sounds like. That sounds like personal experience right there. No, what happens is is it stuck to, like, where I live, it was very cold when I was trying to make the pizza, and um, when the cold... Uh, the, uh, pizza peel touches the dough sometimes that will create this moisture and that moisture will make the dough stick and so when i was trying to pull the pizza out of the oven it just 
absolutely fell apart. And I was like, you know what? This is the last pizza of the day. I'm just going to put a bunch more wood in this thing, let it burn uh, and burn and burn. And uh, like now, I feel like I should go back there and check that pizza oven to see if I've got like a Canadian bacon and pineapple uh, diamond sitting there in the middle (laughs) of the pizza stone. I think you need to add pressure is the only thing you're missing from this. Sure, yeah. So take the what's left on the pizza stone and put it in a paint shaker. Oh, there which we is go. Obviously not pressure, but I'm saying it is. Yeah. I'll put, go for it. I'll put it in a. Uh, I'll put it in my instant pot. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I want to get one of those uh, sous vide machines. Oh yeah. Um, just because I've been watching people make weird stuff, and then like people show how if since you can run a consistent temperature on stuff, you can like getting a steak exactly to the measurements of like medium rare. Oh yeah. My friend made not... me a sous vide steak once and it was so good. <sighs> I actually have no idea how the sous vide thing works, except uh, I know enough to know that every time my wife, when she was pregnant would uh, I would talk about her getting in a hot tub. She never went in cause you're not supposed to, but I was like, I guess yeah. you don't want to sous vide the baby. And I, I think I know what I'm talking about, but I don't, is that, is that kind of like it's, sous-vide? Eff- effectively, it's a plastic bag that you vacuum seal closed, yeah. so kind of like a baby in a belly. Sure, yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, you put it into the water, and it keeps the water a certain temperature, so that way you can monitor how the cooking is going to a specific degree. Yeah, it's that's like, awesome. That's pretty cool. And so then you're supposed to take the steak out and throw it onto the onto the you know the yeah, cast the, iron for yeah, get it a seared. minute all sides, and then boom, you got the best steak. So. Sure. Now, how anyway, do I get yeah. a diamond out of that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we got here. Uh, who funds like who funds the research for the Hidden Valley here? Like how Listen, how this, long no, have they been token. in this valley hidden away that they don't know what's happening in the real world where like we need your science for many other like our world is going to uh burn uh if or or flood or both and yeah, sure. and you're over here making ranch diamonds? <laughs> Maybe that's what powers the future spaceships for our exit from Earth. <laughs> Maybe. Well, dude, so is it is it Jupiter or Saturn where it literally rains diamonds? It could potentially be both, actually, oh. where the uh, there's enough carbon in the air. I think it's carbon, yeah. yeah, that when the lightning strikes under pressure, it the what's left of the ash that singes in the air yeah. then is crushed into solid diamonds, and as it falls... The atmosphere on Saturn is 40,000 kilometers deep, yeah. and as it falls down another 10,000 kilometers, that, that pressure, uh, ash that has yeah. been crushed turns into a diamond, and then as it goes 10,000 more, it likely liquefies into a diamond rain. So, wow. So, yeah, I mean, so, so basically, America is making ranch, ranch diamonds, <laughs> <laughs> so Earth could be like the Texas of the solar system. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Not big enough, but perfect. Okay. okay. <laughs> a palace of soccer stardom, renowned worldwide, is a place in Spain that uh, FC Barcelona play at. They call home. It's Spotify Stadium. <laughs> the worst possible outcome there is. Uh, now, of course, they've had like you know, it's nothing new to name stadiums after stuff and to slap big lucrative bet three hundred and sixty deals onto them or whatever it is. But this is like a. This is like Lambeau Field being renamed, you know, like auto, like Ranch, auto Ranch Diamond State. Stadium. <laughs> that would be awesome yeah, for the record honestly. and appropriate for the, that group of fans. Yeah. Just let me just say, but um, <laughs> soccer buffs might know it as Camp Camp New Camp No Camp, Camp New? No Camp. Uh, I never had yeah, that. Yeah, but thanks to a new naming deal, Spotify gets to slap their crap all over it. They, 
I don't I don't know what's in it for anyone other than the exposure. It's like a four year deal, but I'm saying season ticket holders should get a year of premium for free. That's it's like yeah, honestly, I think what's what I think is interesting. So you and I are both uh, big soccer fans, and um, we've seen some great. I mean, look, you look at minor league sports where you have. Um, teams that will make appropriate for this pod for this uh for this radio show is uh is they'll have star wars uniforms or they'll like put crazy like you have the there's this team called the savannah bananas and they wore kilts in a previous game savannah if you have not followed the savannah bananas before absolutely look them up find them on tiktok they are hilarious they're doing who was wearing ballet tutus the other day i saw a video where they all did that thing where everyone drops at the same oh, time oh that was that was uh that was the savannah bananas so okay good, go. good i'm glad, uh, glad it's on brand yeah. all right um so like minor league teams will do this stuff our favorite soccer team uh re- did a, a deal with halo a few years ago where they like literally had master chief or a person dressed up like master chief maybe it was the real one i don't know uh yeah. came to a training and uh they all took pictures with him and like got in a life-sized warthog. Um, now <laughs> what I was hearing about this, uh, this new naming deal with Camp New and Spotify is that the deal also makes it so that Spotify can put, um, artist names, uh, or like things that they're promoting on the jerseys as well. Cause I think that they're also now the new Jersey sponsor, uh, for the team. So, so beats, imagine beats Dragons that could just be right on UNICEF. <laughs> but yeah i mean so but but what makes this what what i find very interesting is this idea that like uh you're to your point like imagine dragons just being the sponsor one week and then the following week having it be da baby or some other but like this is where it gets this is where it gets weird like a company can be problematic sure look at another soccer team chelsea (laughs) who is uh had a problematic owner um but you have like a team like Spotify or like or a team like Spot the Spotify Barcelona um, putting different artists. Artists say stupid stuff every single week. It's like, oh, as long as well, we don't put Kanye on the kit, we're fine. It's like, no. Well, how long until they put Joe Rogan on there though? The Joe Rogan experience yeah. on the FC Barcelona comes running out. <laughs> Camp like, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I can't get over the fact that they sold Coutinho to Aston Villa of all places. It's like that's mind-boggling. And that. he's killing it too. That's the, and he's killing yeah, it. Yeah. Anyway, scientists studying the brains of fish observed and recorded a memory forming in a little fishy brain. What? I was reading at uh, Wired.com that a team from. Yeah, University of Southern California, I almost said United States of California, <laughs> knew they might see some um, shifting in the brain. Like they might be able to detect something happening like that. But when a scary moment was introduced to the lab fish, I do not know what want to know what that is. I'm sure it was electroshock. But when a scary moment was introduced to the lab fish, they instead saw a substantial neural rewiring of the pathways in the brain. And that might explain why you have like intense triggers to things years or even decades after a bit of trauma. Sort of like when I picked up the planter in my backyard and a giant, what are those, like house spider? Oh, yeah. <laughs> came running yeah. out from underneath it. And now I'm terrified of yard work. Or for instance, <laughs> let's say there's a realistic example of like someone who's like sexually assaulted sure. now has a triggering, debilitating condition where their brain defaults to that because there's been a rewiring. Um, that's wild if they can like make more progress on that to understand how we do that. And then imagine like all those LSD flashbacks are those like 
from neural rewiring or are they really intense memories mm. that you're experiencing? Because I've heard both of those explanations. It sounds like we're a bit closer to knowing that. So it just it just basically sounds like they have recreated post-traumatic stress disorder in fish, uh, which <laughs> seems like we're causing these fish unnecessary trauma. It, Okay, actually, I've got it. Post-traumatic sturgeon disorder uh, is what I'm Obviously, calling it yeah. from now on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, it this doesn't seem... Look, I'm not a fish doctor. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I do. What is it, an ornithologist or an ichthy- ichthyologist? Ichthyologist, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I wonder what it would be. Uh, or- ornithologist is... Uh, um, Birds. <laughs> wait, ornithologist sounds like we discovered <laughs> bird god. <laughs> bird religion is really taking <laughs> off. It's like... Man, Idaho is full of bird religion. It is. Oh, oh, that explains the birds aren't real crowd. Uh, uh, yeah. They're just a bunch of uh, orna, orna atheologists. <laughs> uh, uh, um, the th- the thing that I that I am trying to understand here though is that we've discovered that fish can create memories or whatever, but then like they still catch fish all of the time and they pull them out of the water and that fish has like six other hooks in its mouth already. Like these fish are not remembering anything. Are you at in all. a punk band or are you? <laughs> are you my little sister? <laughs> what does it have? Per- Does it have tattoos? A person with a lot of piercings and tattoos. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. yeah I um. <laughs> I think that's wild. If we can get closer to understanding that, like, uh, they just recently they were doing an MRI on somebody who died. Oh. While they were there, and they were able to like, is that the is the brain scan the MRI? Yeah, is that I think the one? So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the CAT scanner MRI, whichever yeah. one it is. And they were doing that when someone died or had a heart attack. And they were able to like see what goes on in the brain while someone's doing that. And that's like the the thought was that the intensity of what neural firings happened you could actually you have your life flash before your eyes when you die because there's that much information that goes out Whoa. i guess i you have to actually google it and read more about it but it's that's uh, um that's fascinating to me now and and we, we we've said that a lot of times on this show the uh the, you know they always say that we only use 10 percent of our brains or humans humans will oh. <laughs> yeah yeah zero well, percent of that these days uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, he laughs because it's too close to home. Uh, they'll say that uh, humans will only use 10% of their brains. Realistically, we all we know is that um, he, we only know what 10% of the brain does, right? Like the, mm. the likelihood that the other 90% is just sitting there as like unused RAM or uh, something like that is is... Uh, very unlikely let's just say now when you look at other animals and look i'm gonna talk about whales so just let me have this one for a sec uh we, a common theme on this show for anyone joining us for the first time we we've we've talked about how um it's it's kind of impossible to know exactly how smart uh some of these large larger whales are humpbacks blue whales etc because their brains are absolutely massive. Uh, and if you think about just um, the amount of processing power, the amount of, uh, uh, I mean, if you just compare it to computers, for instance, right, the more computer you have, the more processing power you have, uh, the faster and more function that your computer is going to be able to, to, to complete. If you compare that to uh, 
how much smarter whales are than humans, it's the same deal. Whales have so much more uh, processing power. On the other end, I have a greyhound sitting in my living room whose whose brain is absolutely tiny. Um, and while he's smart for a dog, he's also an idiot. So when you compl- <laughs> when you compare this to like a fish, like a tiny little fish, uh, you think about like realistically their processing power that they have in their brains is only enough to like help them eat, help their bodily functions go, and then, like, fight or flight, right? So if we, I, I think that the takeaway here is that if these fish are able to um, actually observe some other memory in addition to all of those, like, basic functions that they have, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe th- that's where the, the aha is here, right? Like, we can start to maybe understand some of the more uh, animalistic uh, sub functions of our brain, maybe what's going on in the rest of that 90% that isn't just thinking about whale dicks. <laughs> in related news, <laughs> a team of German scientists have created a neural network that at some point will be able to outperform the human brain using just one neuron. Now, listen, I don't know what that means, to be honest with you, but I do know that we have 80 something billion neurons and they're going to do better than us with just one. So it seems good. Like, I just, I don't, I, <laughs> how could this go well for us? It's, it's look, we, we, we'll talk about this literally every week. The more that we make robots and, uh, artificial intelligence that just keeps getting smarter. We know where this ends, right? Like we, we know where this goes. The matrix. What, why are we still doing it? <laughs> Like, as soon as the, so, like, okay, so this, I got really, I got really kind of lost walking the dog today in thought, not, I knew where I was, but, you know, we were laughing about life being a simulation. (laughs) You you and your dog? Yeah, like, so we were having a nice conversation about it. um, How's that LSD? (laughs) She's got really strong opinions about it, let me just say. Um, But, when you think about the necessity of like or the ability of the human brain let's say that the robots after 10 years of like kicking our asses around like we're like okay well this isn't worth our time anymore because we make them operate on a level that doesn't even recognize the stupidity of animal behavior much like i'm walking a dog that needs to be wild and free and chasing things in the forest and so i'm like leash let's go and then i'm a good dog let me pick up your poop with my hands yeah it's like it seems happy enough. Great. You know, and like that at some point will be that dumb compared to machines. And then really they'll evolve beyond us and we won't be able to keep up. Even again, assuming that after the first initial conflicts that they just ignore us, like the machines will evolve to a point smart enough where they don't need fleshy humans. And even the Matrix where like the humans are being used as batteries because they've nuked the sky, that would be very temporary because they would find a much more efficient source of battery power than like the whole the sun is out there. Yeah. <laughs> Machines do not need <laughs> the humans. It's like that's silly. So yeah, and then I get thinking about the then it you know devolves into the simulation of being like if we are in a simulation and I'm thinking about it, that means like there's some crazy level of me imagining like this show, you, the dog, and like actively participating, even though suspecting it might not be real. And that I like, I can't even say then with any certainty that you are going through your own simulation because 
chances are that it's maybe just me <laughs> all the time. And so you might not even really exist. And I could just yell awful things and be okay. That's awesome um, because I definitely needed something uh, like my own existence and another existential crisis to be freaked out about right now. <laughs> so appreciate that. Um, that brings me to this week's question of the week. <laughs> question of the week. <laughs> Is which which robot uh, is the best robot? Because uh, which fictional robot, I should say, is the best robot? The reason I the reason I bring this up is because uh, I read this thing about the um, the robot that is going to be able to beat us at chess because it has one neuron. That's I mean, robots can already beat humans at chess, right? Yeah, uh, no problem. They can beat me at Mario Kart or something. I don't know. <laughs> the computer already. I think the current. I think the current measure is Go. Go. The, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Chinese, Chinese game, game, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it brings me to this question because, like, while we're really good at making the robot brain, as you can see, right, and and, and we're even getting pretty good at making the robot body, uh, like Boston Dynamics. We've talked about week in week out here. They made the dog uh, that can chase immigrants because we hate them for some reason. <laughs> no, no. Fight fires. That's what they're saying. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But but we all know. Uh, fight fires. And that person from Mexico's name is fire. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I have fuego. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not being insensitive. I literally think that these uh, robots... No, that's what they're for. That's what they're going to be used for, and I think it's yeah, terrible, yeah, yeah. right? Um, but uh, so I recently saw this, this, this video where they had made a robot arm that was able to lift a 80 pound weight or something like that, um, which traditionally or, or, or histor- historically up to this point, uh, it's, they've, they've had a harder and harder time of making robots that are able to um, function. Like it was able to grasp with five, you know, robo fingers this weight and pick it up and hold it for a second before it dropped it. Um, that seems like not- of course because it's the guy in the gym above from me where they're picking up eighty pound weights and they're just dropping them on the floor and I'm like what the f man yeah, come on <laughs> set it down um, and the 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 reason I bring this up is because the arm of this thing and the synthetic skin or whatever they had on the outside looked exactly like the robot from iRobot uh, oh, with yeah, Will Smith creepy. and yeah. uh, I truly think of all of the robots iRobot is like what C three PO would have been if C three PO was cool. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Um, and I think that that movie was... You mean flexible? Yeah, <laughs> if C-3PO stretched. <laughs> um, I think that uh, iRobot is one of those movies that is like, look, it's the same story. Neural Network takes over, commands all of the robots that everybody trusted to stop being trustable and want yeah. to kill people. Um, that said, Sonny, the robot in that, was pretty dope. Uh, and I think may- maybe not the best robot, but a pretty cool robot. Do you have a best robot? Like, what do you have a, um, like, look, Johnny Five aside. Uh, oh, <laughs> you can't do that to me. You can't just be like the one that you love doesn't count. It's such a part of my childhood. And despite, like, and in spite of the terrible Fisher Stevens sure. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, representation, I have a, yeah. I've got a problem with that because I just listened to a book called Shantaram, um, an audio book, and it's about India, and it's about this Australian guy who like broke out of prison and went to India, and the voice actor is an is a Australian guy, and he has to do all these Indian voices, and they're like pretty like they're like stereotypical. Yeah, like a lot of them are really well done, I think, but I don't. Like, I don't know what you do because you obviously don't hire a cast of 30 people to read all these things. And so do you just, is it, 
does he get into the characters and do that? Is that problematic, or is it like when you read the book? If you were to read it without it being an audiobook, uh, yeah, would you read those quotes from those people in the book who are Indian in an Indian accent? Well, I just go get my neighbor <laughs> uh, Padmalotan yeah. to come over and read some of the parts for me aloud while I'm trying to go to sleep, and he just whispers to me because my wife is sleeping, and so <laughs> yeah, you guys, it's very you guys creepy. Hop on, you guys hop on your Peloton at the same time, and, and he he reads yeah. to you through the camera. It, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, no, but like, no, of do, course. Do, do we need get, him to read it in an Indian accent? If you don't read it in your own head in an in, in, in Indian oh, accent. Oh, no, but I do. Okay. Like, I probably, like, not in an accent, but like, I try to understand it from like the descriptions of like the culture and how it operates. It sets it up to like, it's, it's world building. And so yeah. I don't know that I read it. I read it as a character though, in my head, because then when you like, there's nothing worse than watching a movie or something that comes out and like, they don't put the right voice to what you what you hear in your head you're yeah. like that's not what he would sound like what he like my dad forever hating alec baldwin playing jack ryan in the tom clancy movie my favorite movie the hunt for red october like i like it like made him more mad than anything because because alec baldwin was such a liberal is why he hated it but, but then harrison ford no problem i was like bad news there jabba like, like that's a, not to sound insensitive but was your dad alive uh, when Alec Baldwin shot somebody? And did that? Where did that move Alec Baldwin on your dad's scale of how cool he was? <laughs> no, he, okay. he had died by then. So okay. sad. I uh, do. Uh, my one of my answers to this question for the question of the week: What's the best movie robot? Is actually something voiced by Alan uh, Tudyk, the guy. Oh. What up, Two Whale Dick? Um, the guy who voiced um, that whatever that robot is called in iRobot. Yeah. He's also the voice of the robot from Rogue One. I don't yeah. remember its name or whatever, but yeah. it's like sassy and and it talks back and is like a pain in the ass. And uh, he does a great job with that. And so that's fun. That's a Star Wars thing, of course, because I can't. What's the robot from Rogue One called? What, what I about? I know the... this if it's my favorite. Well, it's similar, <laughs> I think, to the robot that was in K two S O. That's what it was. Well, what was the robot in uh, the Mandalorian? The one that he like didn't trust or whatever that ended up. Uh, well, well, I won't spoil it or anything like that. No, spoil it. Who cares? It ended up like sacrificing itself in the very last episode in order to allow the the gang to escape. Uh, Pablo, whatever his name is, uh, finally takes off the helmet or whatever. The IG eleven. Yeah, the IG eleven, the Instagram eleven, and um, that guy—that's that's what that's what uh, becomes a Facebook in, uh, I guess, a galaxy of far, far away, a long, long time ago. Uh, anyway, the uh, that robot was cool. That robot—I don't know who, who voiced that one or played that one, but that robot was pretty cool too. Who did voice that? I, now I gotta know. Like, but again, the voice? best, the best robot, like. I mean, they're so. Do we say like the most dangerous, like the the robot that was the best at being a robot? It's uh, it's Taika Waititi voiced it. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I, I feel like I did know that. Oh, that's hilarious. I probably did know it at the time, but I have an awful memory. Uh, well, what's yours? Like, uh, now we're just kind of spitting out robots. What do you think? Sure. Yeah, I was gonna. I was probably gonna go with Johnny Five, to be honest. Uh, God, <laughs> Brandon, you're such a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> It had uh, such a significant impact on me as a kid. Like, I love that, like, I and I'm still, like, it's crazy because as you've made fun of me for being dark and 
miserable. Um, the uh, my favorite things are always the redemption stories or yeah. the I love the like the positive character. I can't even play bad guy characters in video games or like when we'd role play a game or something like that. I couldn't be a Sith Jedi. I had to be the good one. I can't. I don't like double crossing people. I'm like all about honesty and morality and all these things. And so like. Yeah, Johnny Five is the ultimate. Like he's a murder machine that gets struck by lightning and then becomes fascinated with life. Like and awesome. can still and can still do murder things. Uh, like he has yeah. the ability to. Well, but the first one at least. To. Yeah. Well, in the second one, he replaces his laser. Spoiler alert! In the second one, he replaces his his laser with a I don't know with like a big uh, like a, one of them is what's it called the. The, the wings that you jump off the mountain and you sail down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like the glider, the paraglider suits yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's like pretty you, cool. I feel like I heard that movie was terrible. Los locos so I never watched kick it. your ass. Los locos <laughs> kick your face. Los locos <laughs> kick your. Butt. See, I can't do this right now because I'm doing it in an accent. God, yeah. son of a. Into outer space. Yeah, man. Uh, Inspector the worst Gadget gang ever. In- Inspector Gadget probably a solid shout for best robot. <sighs> I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> next time. Solid. Yeah, solid Dr. Claw, yeah. right? Yeah. That was that's, really... that's from all the years of playing in like a really heavy band. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, like so the the first, like, I don't know, there's cool robots in so many things that like I think are awesome, but like I, mean, I, I like BB-8. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, you know, you and I uh, both really should know that it's the answer is clearly Johnny Five. Look, we we both agree yeah, okay, the answer fine. is clearly Johnny Five. We both had some formative uh, experiences growing up watching uh, Short Circuit and uh, identifying with. And, and honestly, we both should have known this already based on the fact that, um, and it probably shaped our our current state as humans as well because uh, Johnny Five was probably the first person I witnessed have a existential crisis, and here I am, <laughs> twenty <laughs> twenty years later. <laughs> just Johnny Five without a laser gun on my back. Oh, I wish I would have seen Chappie. I'm just going through a list on slashfilm.com here of the different badass movies that you got to know or badass robots. At 25, we have Chappie, which I never watched, but it looked awesome. And that guy who directed it is like awesome. the coolest. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about him personally, but that style I like love so much. Uh, the Future Sentinels from X Men, whatever that I didn't watch. Okay. Yeah. The Sentinels from the Matrix. No, I don't want those squid things. Those aren't cool. Yeah. Oh, but in uh, the new Matrix, have you seen the new Matrix yet? No, no, uh, no, I would not. Like it's like the future after the end of the third one, and yeah. Um, and they it's you know robots and humans are at peace uh and there are some cool ones uh and they are very cute and it very much seemed like the matrix trying to see if they could merchandise the way that disney does (laughs) i don't think it worked out for them (laughs) but the but the robots were very cute dude i feel so dumb now just like seeing some of these things i'm like robocop like, oh, your move, creep. Hello. Okay. Or because uh, I I saw a picture of Ed Ed two hundred nine, which is the nuke loving robot from RoboCop two. I think it was, yeah. or maybe it's from the first RoboCop. But he like is the stop animation one. That's awesome. Um, yeah. IG eighty eight was the original bounty hunter in the Empire Strikes Back. Okay. IG eleven is a different one. Must must be of the same stock or whatever. Um. Oh the. T-1000 from Terminator? Come yeah, on, that thing I, was awesome. That is probably the best robot uh like at being a at being good at what it was supposed to do, like murdering people and oh, not getting murdered. Oh, what am murdered. I thinking? 
God, Soundwave from the original Transformers movie? God, he was awesome. Dude, or any of Unicron? the freaking Transformers. We didn't name a single... Yeah. Tra- There's probably somebody just sitting, uh, one of the 11 people who are listening to us right now, uh, yeah, sitting at their desk being like, it's the freaking Transformers, idiots! They're like, uh, there's, they have a... <laughs> a, a a eye vessel bombing. that's yeah. blown up, yeah, vein yeah. in their eye that's like blown up in there. <laughs> um, obviously, Wally is so important. Yeah, I thought about, um, but Wally so just cute. feels like a the Disney's Johnny Five. All right, the top five from slashfilm.com Robocop is number five. Fair. T800, which is the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, obviously, especially yeah. in Terminator 2. He's so good in that. Oh, yeah. Johnny Five from Short Circuit is number three. Wow, I like where these guys are at. I yeah. love all these robots so far. The Iron Giant, which I never saw. Oh, oh, maybe I have you never seen? If you have, you. It's like the saddest, right? It's it's, it's pretty like, dang sad, but it's super. It's voiced by uh, by Vin Diesel. It's amazing. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 honestly uh, such an amazing movie. And now that you have a kid who is, um, I don't know, he's like five or six. It's like Groot. <laughs> yeah, he that kid is. Uh, now you have a reason to watch it. It's it's so good, and it's it, it'll be great to watch with your kid too. It's the the style of it, which is I don't know what that is like. What the actual what it, like? There's like a very specific like Howard Hughes style yeah. about that. That like that time I forget what that's called. There's like a um uh, that's like with the cool lettering on the sides of the diners. And it's kind of like, like art. Like, it's kind of like Art Deco, almost like Art uh, Deco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's so beautiful, but the character has such a sad face and such sad eyes, and like you know me, like that's oh, yeah. I, I, it's like that's real good. Yeah, I man, this is I RoboCop is right up there for me. Um, I just be it was so terrible, but like in terms of my memories, uh, Dot Matrix from Spaceballs is a shout. Okay, um, okay, so okay, wait, Iron Giant was number two. So which which robot was number one? Number one um, on the sl- it's obvious from the slashfilm.com best twenty five movie robots of all time is R two D two. Okay, yeah. Look, so best robot, good robot, yes, best robot. That dude sat under a freaking tarp for years while everybody's trying to figure out where Luke Skywalker is, and <laughs> dude just had the info and was sitting on it and being a dick. So uh, <laughs> sorry, being a phallus. <laughs> with his phallus. He with was just his, playing with his phallus, phallus under yeah. there. <laughs> I also like at, at some point, like in the in the new or in the prequels, they were just like, oh yeah, and this this robot that you got to know through a bunch of movies also has flames now and flies. Like, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> by the also, way. Also he's digitally animated. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this week and why we're all fed <laughs> of DARPA, the people in the government. That have given us things like that robot dog we mentioned, or cyborg insects. Cool. <laughs> to be fair, they also gave us the internet and GPS. Te- technically, the internet is probably the worst thing that they've given us in terms of instability, but okay. Yeah, um, worst it's robot. It's closer now. DARPA's close. <laughs> it's closer to being able, DARPA is, to detect what happens in our brains as we decide whether to lie or tell the truth. <sighs> um, this, this is like... Minority Report territory right now. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Only instead of having predicticons, trying to—I don't know what they're called—but like trying to predict it or whatever. It's just like they just stick it to your, you know, the lie detection. Now, my my guess is that this will in no way ever happen until the politicians pass a law unanimously that it keeps them from being hooked up to the device. Yeah, but like, 
that it's got to, like, they'll use this to be able to be like, hey, did you kill that guy? And you're like, no. And it's like, beep, 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 beep. Yes, jail. Like, straight to jail. Like, there's, it's a scary future to the point where um, the guy running the program says it potentially could give us much better health care for detection somehow. Or the worst totalitarian surveillance state in history. (laughs) This will give us much better health care in that we will be able to get all of the, we will be able to purge all of the people who could do you harm because we will know when they are lying. Australia's booming again as a jail, as a jail (laughs) continent. So it's going to be, well, by then Antarctica will have melted. So it'll be fine too. Uh, The problem, the problem is for me here. I mean, there's so many problems, but the problem here for me is that I look, I'm a very, uh, sometimes to my own detriment, honest person. And so, um, like something will, something will happen or somebody will ask me a question and I will think for a second, like I should probably lie. Like I, there's no way that I would get ever caught in this lie. Um, and then as I'm getting ready to lie, I seven inches (laughs) as I'm getting ready to say seven inches, I'm like three, (laughs) you know, like whatever, whatever it is, like when I'm think about lying, it's whatever comes out of my mouth is, is, is the truth every single time. And so the problem, (laughs) the problem here, when I'm reading this, it says it is able to tell, uh, it is able to detect what happens in our brains as we decide whether to lie or tell the truth. It doesn't necessarily say whether it can detect if a person is telling the truth or lying. It's just going to detect how nervous Brandon is every time he gets asked a question and be like, that dude's definitely lying. And I'm like, no, I swear it's three. (laughs) <laughs> why would he lie about three <laughs> no 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 not that either <laughs> well i'd like to end on a little bit more positive note but unfortunately i can't this is maybe the most concerning slash boring terminator timeline yet but an ai was set loose in the pharmaceutical world to create lethal molecular compounds and in just six hours it had developed forty thousand of them <laughs> <laughs> now, the way that I can spin this into a positive <laughs> is that... Oh, did I lose you? I'm here. Oh, yeah. The way I can spin this into a positive is that it, when people are looking to actually have a good time, they can probably feed that in there, too, to be like, which one does the best serotonin stuff to me? Yeah. And come out with something good. <laughs> we, anyway. We talked about before about how they were going to make vitamins that you could just be like, you know, drop a drop of blood and you're in the thing is going to be like this is what you're missing and so it'll make a custom vitamin for you we talked about the 3d printed juice uh recently which is basically just a yeah, yeah, stream yeah. um i think <laughs> I, I think what's interesting is that we were like oh let's see if we can uh set set loose an ai that will discover cures to all of the common diseases we're like now nah, we got to think about how to kill people more because uh, the oh, ones yeah. that we're using so far just keep getting us in trouble i mean there was that drug that they recently just i think had to st- do a stay of execution on a bunch of people in the United States because this drug was determined to be inhumane on the way that it was uh, killing people. And they're like, well, let's let loose the AI to figure out how to kill people better. Uh, and it's like, you didn't but have to tell it. it. <laughs> you didn't have to tell it to do that. It was just going to do it on its own. <laughs> That's after they do the thing where it determines whether or not the person is lying. Right. Or telling the truth, right. So. Did you commit the murder? <gasps> no. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end of yet another action-packed show, and it's important to always ask the question, what did we learn this week? After all, this has been a very heady experience. Brandon, what did we learn this week? I, we didn't talk much about it, but I just learned that DARPA made cyborg insects, and I don't want to know more about it. I want to know more about it. I don't want to know more about it. 
They didn't say arachnids, and so that's a positive because I am much more afraid of spiders than I am of the bees or whatever. It was just mosquitoes. Don't worry. Uh, It was just super malaria. No big deal. Okay, great. Malaria is an insect? Uh, Gregor, what did we learn this week? Uh, I learned that in six hours, an AI can make 40,000 new new drugs. So that's... That will kill you. That will kill you. Yeah. And uh, what did we learn this week? Uh, I learned that the bird is the word of God. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hey, thanks for hanging out for Nerd Talk Plus. We This one was real dark, but <laughs> after, what a, after what everyone told me this week, fine. <laughs> Have yourself a uh, wonderful week. We do this every Tuesday at 10 a.m. here on the Odyssey app. And thanks so much for hanging out, Brandon. Thanks for joining us. And... Uh, he's been holding his microphone cable a certain way this whole time to make sure that it works, and hopefully it did. My hand hurts so bad, but don't worry. <laughs> I believe in a new bird god. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.